What is up, Jason? How we doing? Good, man. Scott, I'm, I'm here. I'm still at LCRC. Everybody's gone now. So. Track looks in good shape. They rebuild it. <laughs> yeah, they did. I got sunburn. Sunburn all over the place, dude. I just wore a Speedo out there. Ah, that's, that's good. Fine. Yeah. I can't blame you. So I'm here. I'm still. Uh, I'm, I got the wheelbarrow. I'm gonna get get some uh, uh, footage of the track. I got some dirt samples for you. Okay. Uh, which That's, area of the track are we getting the samples from? That uh, I I got a little bit. I marked the bags. I got you know straight away back straight. You know all, all this stuff. Okay, you know? so you did you did go with the different sections as we talked about. Absolutely, absolutely. Good to know. So the. Bags are labeled. You should be fine. And, did uh, uh, did you send those over next day air? No, I no, I did not. No. no. Allison said I couldn't do that. I have the company card, but she said, uh, um, "Let's keep it reasonable on shipping, please." Okay. She's the boss. <clears throat> yeah. Did, so I expect uh, you guys to analyze that dirt. Let me know what you think and what we're going to go with for tires for nationals. Yeah, we'll get it into the lab here. Great. ASAP. That's right. You should have that. Uh, Typically takes about, you know, two to three weeks to uh, get the lab work done. Uh, <clears throat> that'll give us roughly, you know, two, two and a half days to make any changes that we need. And Yeah. I also took some notes, so you should, uh, I'll throw those in the box there too. Oh, good point. Some things that I think, you know. They're important. They're important. Some bullet points. Nice stuff. To get. What's that? Stuff like if you're on the straightaway, yeah. keep, go that direction. Go that go that way, right. I have the arrows. I, I, I did the layout of the track. Now they're going to change the layout of the track, obviously, right? So, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know. I, I, I still did it for you. I, I mean, dirt, it's important. Dirt will be the same. It's important. And then I got footage, video footage, you know, and I took video footage, footage when the sun went down, the lights came on, so you guys can see what it's going to look like. You know, just mentally prepare for everything. I've been hearing that a lot more lately. Mentally prepare. Mentally prepared. I've been hearing a lot of uh, it's been picking up a little more and more. Everyone now um, has to be mentally prepared. There's no uh, <clears throat> there's no just spur of the moment. It's got to mentally prepare. Right. So, but it's important. So to warm up to the Nationals, I did make the trip out there on Sunday. And absolutely got burnt. I mean, just like I said, I it Chris. was so hot. it was hot as hell. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, Dakota invited me into the trailer. They had a nice setup in there, nice and cool. Fans running, <clears throat> AC fans. So big thanks to Dakota. He saved my life actually because I was near the end. Because Dakota so you, were, you were almost you were almost done. He saw me struggling with the heat. And he's like, "We'll let you in. We'll let you in. All right. As much as we don't want to, we'll let you in." 
Let's get this guy back. Water. Water. (laughs) (laughs) Water. That was cool. It's cool hanging out with them. Uh, Tater was there and his dad. Uh, Dakota's uh, girlfriend, Chloe. Correct? Wife. Mm. Wife. My apologies. Man, a young dude. How, how old is Dakota? He's about 24, I think. Oh, wow. Maybe at the most 25. I found the right one at 25. <clears throat> we could all only be so lucky at 25. I know. Exactly. 25, I was still like, well, I was at Trinity. In the P main? No, no. That was, that was before. Uh, yeah, that was, that was, uh, let's see, 1990, that was Megatrack. 1990. Good Lord. Uh, yeah, but my mid 20s, Jesus, I was lucky to know where I was at when I woke up. I can't imagine being married. <clears throat> but yeah, it was a good time. Uh, Got to see a lot of people out there, and uh, some people were coming to me saying hi, and I don't, you know, just saying hi and walking by, and I don't recognize who they are, so I had to, who is that? Yeah, and I check <laughs> what we get confirmation on it. So I, I don't want to, I'm not coming off as rude if you, like, I just, I don't want to come off as being rude. I just, I'm terrible with names, faces. But That's a big list of things you're terrible with. Uh, dude, I am the worst with names. Like, absolutely terrible. You're like, I'd like to mm-hmm. introduce you to Kobe Bryant, and you'd be oh, like, okay. Yeah. So, well, yeah, Je- Jelly Bean? No, 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 Kobe. Kobe I, Bean I knew, Bryant. Yeah, I, I knew. I knew you had. I won't say somebody's name unless I'm absolutely 100 percent sure. <clears throat> I called. I was calling a guy uh, Skip for like five years, and then he finally said to me, "You know, I didn't want to. You know, you know like people don't want to be rude or nothing, or be like, you yeah. know." So after a while, though, he's like, "Dude, I got to tell you, my name's Stan." I was like, "Ah, oh, shit." Well, wow. I said, "Why didn't you tell me?" He's like, "Ah, I didn't want to do that to you." People call me. Uh, you know, we <laughs> talked about before. Uh, back in the old days, people would. Uh, confuse me and scott hughes uh they would say that yeah yeah, people used to confuse me with brian dunbar and uh brad pitt (laughs) (laughs) oh man aren't you aren't you brian dunbar Uh, actually yeah i am so yeah so there was we got the scott hughes thing then it was uh sometimes they confuse me and paul They'll come up and say, you know, hey, Paul, what's going on? I'm like, well, I'm Jason. Then they go up to Paul and they say, hey, Jason. So we That's got some of the- like, though. Yeah, it's just I think it's just the association. The right. The whole JC thing. Yeah, it's just the association. I guess there is people out there that are not quite sure. Wait, is that Paul or is that Jason? Like, mm-hmm. As weird as that sounds. Yeah, sometimes people say I'm Spider-Man the first Spider-Man. Then it was uh, the guy from Harry Potter. 
<clears throat> I'm like, hey, just because I have glasses doesn't mean I look like the Harry Potter guy. Come on. Mm. But, you know, whatever. I don't think so. I had somebody tell me the other day that works here. He's like, do you know? He's like, you remind me of Elon Musk. I'm like, Elon I'm Musk. Now I'm this guy. Okay. Because you're smart? Is that what it is? Maybe that's what we're referring to. I, I don't know if it was that. That I can ne- neither confirm nor <laughs> deny. <laughs> Depends who you talk to. But I, I was like, uh, I saw uh, Toby, Toby, Ham- uh, Toby Hampson mm-hmm. from uh, for. See, I forget, I forget stuff. But anyway, he walked by me, and I said to Jubert because he tapped me on the shoulder, and then I said to Jubert, I said, "Is that Toby?" And 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 Jubert said, "No," and it, and it was him. Yeah. So Jubert, if you're listening, I don't know what. I, look, if you're gonna, I need help here with people's names and stuff. So don't, <clears throat> yeah, he was don't putting you down the an even worse track. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I I was like, that's that's Toby, right? And Jubert's no, and, and and it was him. So I don't know. But yeah, if you're going to help me with names, at least be right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I mean, there's guys you obviously recognize, but um, I still kind of back off on saying them. You know, I just say, hey, what's up, bro? It's easier that <laughs> way. <clears throat> so yeah. So I went to a race, Jason. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, just don't get burnt out. You know, save it. Uh, I like going on mains. Like so, like even the nationals. Maybe I'll. I don't know. Sunday's my day to go because I just love the mains. Qualifying to me is just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Um. So nationals. You know. Sunday. You won't have to put up with me that you know the whole week, Jason. <sighs> Yeah, you know, I would consider coming out a couple times. I think, honestly, some of the quali- the qualifying days days are the best. I think. Yeah. Every everybody likes to come watch the mains, but that's kind of like Poserville. Poserville. Like, yeah, Poserville's just for the mains. Um, qualifying. What do you qualifying mean? Qualifying is really where. You know, you get the feel for what's going on, and you see the 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 running for the you know for the speed, and that's where you get the feel for real feel for what's going on. When you show up for the mains, that's like showing up for overtime at a game. You know, well, no, the mains are exciting to me, and I love the whole pit stop stuff. No, I mean I'm just kidding, but um, all the days are cool. I what I like about the qualifying days is it is close and it's intense and you get four runs a day. So you get two buggy, two truggy <clears throat> and they're going to be as fast as you can go. And it's just any bobble is going to cost the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, cost someone a, a, you know, potential TQ run. So I, I love qualifying. I'm, I mean, it would be there Saturday too. More towards the evening though. So I, I made a list of stuff to oh, talk about. Naughty and nice. Well, Jason's going to check it twice. I got a list of what to talk about here. <clears throat> you can see how big it is. It's a sticky note. 
Oh, wow. Just like two got, things on it. Yeah, I got seven, but I got seven things we can discuss. Seven. All right. Discuss. So, uh, episode we did, 25, by the way. Which one are we in? 225. Let me make that note here. Okay. Then add that to the list. Number eight. <clears throat> episode 225. So, number one, Silver State Nitro Challenge. I did that. It wasn't long ago. You know, that was only, was it less than two weeks ago? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Silver State here. I mean, it's the 27th. Yeah, so two weeks ago, we were running the uh, Silver State in Vegas at the South the South Point. That's one you and Kirby would definitely enjoy. I wish uh, you guys could come out and do some of these. Which, which one, Silver State? Silver State. I would you enjoy would, that one? Yeah, you would. Well, what's up with that one? Well, it's just in the casino. In the casino? Mm-hmm. Like, I, oh, okay. Now, wait a minute. This is indoor. I thought I was watching video of that, and it was like... It's indoors. Fumes everywhere. I probably would die, dude. I'd need a gas mask. No, trust me. Is it well ventilated? I mean, I wouldn't say well, but it's it's Okay. Paul checking in. What, what, what are you? I think he meant to say, when are you and Kirby joining Team X-Ray? Hell yeah, Team X-Ray. I'm all about Team X-Ray. And Paul must know that because I'm tagging Kirby and everything that X-Ray posted. Just sign us up, Paul. I mean, what are you waiting for? Just yeah, I mean, you would think up. Paul has the ability to put you right on. I know, dude. I mean, he I'm, didn't say when are you going to buy X-Ray stuff. He said when are you joining Team X-Ray. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying. I'm sorry. Just just hook me up with everything I need. Uh, that's it. I mean, we already heard about their factory. They could just give you guys stuff. Shouldn't be a problem. It wouldn't even cost them. It'd be nothing to them. It would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's get real here. All right. Just send, just send, hook this stuff up. Put it, I'll put it here in the studio. Put, give me a yeah, car. Start with the Nitro buggy. Yeah, I just um, want Nitro 8 scale buggy. That's, no e buggies? No, no. Just just hook me up with a Nitro buggy. I'd love I'd love to b- try and build one. Do it. I Paul might even there. build it. He, Paul might even build it for you. He's good like that. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to wrap. Put it on the shelf. You don't see me race, believe me. Kirby, on the other hand, I bet you know. Give him a give him a month of uh, getting back in the groove. He'd be all right. You don't want none of this. <clears throat> Believe me, not on my worst day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we may be dropping uh, a lot of Ed Bassmaster quotes. Yeah, we're we're really into in our chat. We're back and forth with Ed Bassmaster videos. I mean, and then I go to YouTube and I'm watching like this guy was doing this 12 years ago. Where have I been? Yeah, I've only I mean, discovered him maybe past two years. Yeah, I mean, just the whole, you know. Yeah. In the <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Well, anyway, Paul, just just you know, message me. I'll send you my address. Just hook me, hook me up. There it is, Bruno Hoffman. Would you just look at it? He's got it. <laughs> Would you just look at it? Just look at it. See, Paul, send me the X-ray car. I'll just look at it. That's mm-hmm. all. Just look at it. You could do it for a whole episode. It. Yeah. 
Would you just look at it? I mean, I can open the box, but would you just look at it? Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. <clears throat> I think uh, his uh, boy, um, Martin, uh, um, what was I going to say here? I tagged, you guys, I tagged you guys in the new opinion puller. Oh, yeah. The, the x-ray Who, opinion puller. Was that x-ray? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said the, the, I still had the opinion puller that you sent me, Jason. Okay. That's what that thing reminded me of is just full-on opinion, opinion puller. Yeah. Hoodie. Hoodie. Let's say hoodie. Martin Hootie. Mm-hmm. He posted uh I guess he's like up at six AM doing uh MMA. MMA MMA training, you know. The dude's like all you know, cut and everything. <laughs> and did you see my post? No. I'm like, this is me. Oh trying- yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, that. yeah. I posted, I, I commented, I'm like, this is me trying to get out of bed before before noon, and it has that guy that's, like, struggling to get out of bed. Yeah. Big guy. <laughs> he loved and, it. And he loved it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's going to send you a card just for that. I know. Yeah, there you go. You should do that, man. But I'm always on your post. I'm always liking X-Ray's post, and I'm all about X-Ray. Just, uh, you know, show me some love. I send you flowers. You guys aren't sleeping with me. What's up? Yeah. Um, Bottom pizza. What was I going to say now? Yeah. 225. So, yeah, Silver State. Uh, there we go, Paul. Which I don't – I'm still trying to figure out why Paul wasn't at Silver State. He's going to have to tell us why he wasn't at Silver State. I mean, there's a certain people that you just pencil right in for these events. And uh, Paul's usually one of them, so there must have been something going on for him not to be there. I would assume that would be he. Had, he then he let Degani win forty plus without him there. So Degani, oh yeah, he had Saxton, but probably, those guys are probably like, oh man, Paul's not here. This is great. Like yeah, know, it's just, we'll finally have a freaking chance. Well, it's you know if Adam Drake races, it's usually Adam, and then it's on between um, Paul, Greg, and Richard for second third and fourth at that point so hmm. and now they've kicked drake out of the class wait they kicked so, drake. They, yeah they kicked him out they made a rule that essentially eliminates him from the why from 40 plus well they said they may made a rule that said that you can't race pro and 40 plus so you have to pick one so oh, either wow. race either race uh eight scale pro um or you race uh 40 plus. So Degani chose to race 40 plus an intermediate. So he raced intermediate buggy and 40 plus. And then that kind of left Adam in the pro class uh, and no over 40, but you know, it's probably something that really should happen, but it's definitely the Adam Drake rule for sure right now. Oh, geez. Uh, Keenan is asking us, how was the dust at silver state? <clears throat> Okay. It was thick. Uh, it was pretty thick. They did a really good job of watering the track this year. Definitely the most they've ever watered it uh, since I've ever been going. You know, the dirt's just like fluffy sand, 
Uh, there we go. Paul responded to you, Jason. Uh, between Silver State and going to LCRC the next week, it was too much. Going there and coming back to leave in two days, too much for the old guy for a change. Wow. You know, um, that is a sign. Paul must be getting a little too old. Normally, I would see him just, he would just, you know, normally I would think he would just fly direct. He yeah. would just go right from Vegas to LCRC. That's how the, that's how I would have thought he did it. Right. It's, it's, Definitely. The age is getting to him. <laughs> it is. Wow. So the dust was up at Silver State, but in the sa- at the same <laughs> time, they did the best job I've seen them do watering it. So not as bad as it could have been or in years past. And yeah. it was actually the best event I'd been to there um, where they, they kind of, they didn't put a practice track inside in the years past. They put a practice track and a racetrack inside that was made it a little tight. Uh, this year they put a practice track outside racetrack inside and then a big pit area for the racers, which it actually was really nice. It worked out really well. The, the track, the track was obviously really bumpy, but they re they rebuilt the track every night. And then by, you know, halfway through the first round, it was all pretty beat up. And then at the end of the day, it was really beat up. We put a, we put the whole main video uh, I recorded most of the main and then I handed the camera over to Paul for like the last 10 minutes. Cause I was getting so tired of holding the camera. It definitely yeah, it wasn't my, it, that yeah. Big 80s yeah. Put it on the shoulder. That probably would have been shoulder. easier. That would have been that better. Probably yeah. would have been easier. That is what's uh, nice about those. The, the little ones you got to hold like this. And after a while, you know what? I, I kind of want one of those, like just to put on the shelf somewhere, yeah. you know, like just sort of that old, um, Hey, go on eBay, get one. Yeah, I'm sure there's one on there. We'll look for it here in a bit. That'd be awesome just showing up at a race, though, with it. it that actually would be great. Like, yeah. and I could go around. Oh, this is actually a great idea. Should we even talk about this? We could just, we could drop this on everybody. Um, we could do it Ed style where um, you got the camera, that big camera, mm. and then I just have the microphone that's not connected to anything. <laughs> yeah. And we go and around. Then when you're interviewing people, just act like you don't even care. Yeah. Then we put we put Hannah to the side, so she's actually live recording it, so it is being shown. But yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. Oh man, I gotta try to do it in character though. Yeah, good luck with that. I could try to be some kind of character. nobody can copy Ed Bassmaster. Yeah, Paul says if he wasn't so old and decrepit, he he normally would be in. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's the. I don't know if he wrote that, but no. <laughs> that was the long version. That was a long version. So yeah, we uh, Tebow ended up winning Truggy over there. Um, yeah, domin- do- dominated the main and Truggy at Silver State. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, Mayfield TQ'd, but uh, Tebow had a good run there, and then an e buggy. Tyler Jones kind of got his first, I'd say, big win. Uh, he ended up winning e buggy on the last lap, and then uh, Mayfield won nitro buggy. So it was a good uh, three different winners, and give everybody a different look of what was running out there. So uh, the tracks just get so bumpy at the end, and, it, and the video doesn't even do it justice. Uh, what it what it really is like. Uh, to run on it. I mean, when you see 
when you see these guys bailing off at any given moment, you know it's you know it's rough. But there's a lot of people that like that. I mean, they had what's the biggest race probably of the last two years? Eight hundred and thirty entries or something like that is what they had. Oof. So uh, it's probably the biggest race of the last two years. I, th- I want to say that many years ago, maybe I was there. I think it was maybe it was one of the years Mayfield was running TLR. I think we ran PMB, and I think they had nine hundred there for that PMB. Um, but obviously you got to start looking at people to the actual people in attendance. Cause it's well, yeah. Double. You know, stuff. Yeah. So you, you kind of, I mean, but the, the amount of people in Vegas, it was still, you know, high three hundreds. So, Hey, pretty damn good. It's a big race. The Nats warm up. They said they had like 340. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I mean, I think the Roar Nats is usually a little limited. They might go to like three, three thirty, somewhere around there is usually where they cut it off. Oh, do they? Oh. Yeah. They don't like allow you to take like unlimited entries. But you know, also qualifying starts on is it Friday? Probably starts <clears throat> on Friday. Yeah, so Wednesday is usually the track has an open practice day. Thursday is Roar's official practice you get two runs in each usually and then friday it starts qualifying saturday qualifying and then sunday is all the mains so that's usually the roar schedule this is going to be a big throwdown nationals is going to be big yeah it's going to be exciting can't wait to see it Look at Joey Showers, SCRC watching. That's uh, the track that uh, they have a race every year that Mayfield goes to. Uh, I think he usually calls it El Paso. He says he going to El Paso, but I don't think that's the name of where the actual track is. But Joey, maybe he can tell us where the actual track is, but. <clears throat> they usually run a long 60-minute main there at, at Joey's race, I know. <laughs> Keenan Nationals is going to be huge. Huge, as Trump would say. Huge. Yep. Yeah, the outskirts of El Paso. Oh, Keenan's going to the Nationals. Well, I get there. Uh, I'll finally get a chance to meet Keenan. Okay, have a podcast war. Podcast war. You can set you up. Know, setting up a, I'm sure he's doing a podcast from there, so maybe I'll make an appearance. We'll we'll have we'll have their podcast on one side of the track, and then and then uh, you can be set up on the other side of the track. <laughs> Watching just like just stuff. like the teams. Yeah, yeah. That would be pretty cool. But I'm just going there to watch. And I'm showing up for Poser Day, which is main day. Sunday, Sunday, main day. I might show up Saturday. Problem is, there's nowhere to stay Saturday night. I'm not staying in a camper, but. uh, Come up to the hotel while we're at. Yeah, I heard it's a. 20 minutes away. 
piece of crap. What, well, that's thinking? that's the. I stayed there for the uh, Mugen race last year. They have the. <laughs> the Red Maple or something it was called. Right? <laughs> no, it's the uh, uh, the Econo Lodge. Yeah, slash garbage, slash, right? Uh, Econo Lodge slash truck stop. <laughs> that's uh, where we stayed at the Mugen race. And, you know, for as long as you're there, it's not that bad. But you definitely don't. You just you don't definitely don't feel like you're. It's nice and relaxing. That's for sure. Mm. I've stayed in worse, but freaking get bed bugs and bring them home with you. Um. Yeah. So it's your. So where are you staying at this time? Up up in Seelands Grove. We're staying about yeah. It's like twenty minutes from the track instead of like. Yeah, I think that's... that I think that Econo Lodge is like ten to twelve minutes away, and I think we're about twenty, twenty okay. plus north. Yeah, that would be my only option too. Because even Carrie's house is like it's like halfway LCRC compared. So it's like either way, I'm kind of screwed. Like I'd have to travel an hour this way, or maybe half hour so, up the road to go to Sillens Grove and stay. Is, one is she in Harrisburg? Yeah. So it's like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. That's not bad. Maybe no. I'll stay over there. Uh, what? <laughs> nah, we can't allow that. Well, I mean, I was thinking you would be staying there as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Keenan's at the budget in. Mm. <laughs> Come on now. Seven minutes from yeah, that's it's seven minutes from the track hand, but you're gonna it's gonna feel like a lifetime. We're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna uh, we can't give Keaton our uh, uh, our yeah, like, address of our good family dining place though. Yeah, we're not. Do- oh, you mean the place where me and you went out on a date? Right. Right. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, we're not doing that. No offense. <sighs> kind of hard to miss right uh, i don't think they were open when i went through there so on a sunday that would not be good it didn't look like anybody was there but then again like, i didn't leave till i didn't check on the way down i kind of blew past it okay probably texting and driving but uh on the way back through like i think they finished up around five o'clock so when i went through it looked dead Uh, Corey Jordan checking in. Oh, Corey, oh, Corey Jordan's going. This is going to be a big opportunity. Keenan needs to. We're going to give Keenan a job, and he's going to have to get us all together for a photo over there. He's good at oh, the photo. He's good at the photo, the group photos. He's uh, good at the group photos. He he does he does uh, he gets the group together and he gets good group photos. Oh, all right, sounds good to me. Yeah, it's be cool to. Finally, get to meet a lot of these guys. So, just please, if you see me, just say your name so I know. <laughs> hey, this is Kean. Oh, you're Kean. Okay. Corey Jordan. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Kean said he sucks at the group photos there, Jason. I don't believe him. I don't believe him. I mean, he's, I see these ones he reposts that are like, you know, from PMB like four years ago, and he's got like 25 
guys with JQ shirts on. So, oh, I know he gets it done. All right. Are we allowed to wear J Concept shirts in the photo? <clears throat> Absolutely. Okay. We got Ben Panic. Evening, fellas. What's going on, Ben? Ben's out there traveling the world. Every time I see his post, he's like in a different country. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't even know there was a country like that. Wow. He's always setting the standard. Traveling. Yeah. I I live through Ben, actually. I live through Ben in his post. I see his post. He's there with this awesome background or whatever. Him and Jake Ingstrom. Jake always seems to be going to nice exotic places. <laughs> Vegas and uh, Waterloo, Indiana and Waterloo, uh, Illinois. Yeah. Oh, ben, Ben's recovering from his uh, COVID shot. Okay. Which uh, is your first shot or second? Um, uh, do warm, uh, uh, Jason does, does warm up races matter? I think that's what uh, Keen was trying to type. Never. Yeah. I mean, if they change the layout, I don't know what the point is really. <laughs> I don't, they, I, mean, I thought in the old days when there was a warm up race, that was going to be the layout, right? The warm-up races never matter. <clears throat> I want to say that maybe there was, there's only been, you know, obviously it's still a fair judge of guy's speed, but in terms of what it means, it never means anything. Sure, it can help you. Um, uh, but I think in general, they don't, they definitely don't matter. Cause I remember going to the 96 nationals and the 96 Nats. We worked it in there. Always Good do. Job. Good job. Um, so the Memorial day race, which well, it's Memorial day weekend here, by the way, we're just like knocking off things off the list here. Huh? We are. Um, and, uh, so the Memorial day race that, uh, that they held every year, that layout was going to be for the same layout for the nationals. So everybody went there to get a feel for it. <clears throat> but you know what? Now I think it's a lot easier for guys to change the track around, right? Than it was in the old days. Make a new track layout. Because, yeah. Because, because if, if you remember the uh, nationals, uh, the track layout actually had grass in the infields, like mm-hmm. actual grass. So there was no way you could just like be like, well, let's just rip that out. You know what I mean? Like that part was going to be the way it is. And this part was going to be the way it is because there's been grass that's been growing there for 10 years already. It's like, and we're just, we're just cutting it. So it's like today they just bring that freaking uh, skidster out and change the track in an instant. Well, that's what I notice is different today than in there. Of course, the tracks are larger for eight scale than they used to be. But when I used to go and work on tracks, um, having equipment out there, heavy equipment or light duty equipment was kind of rare. So you couldn't just get a, you know, back in the days, they didn't really, I didn't see guys use a lot of bobcats, like the clubs 
would yeah. build these tracks and they would build the jumps as big as they could with the dirt, um, <clears throat> with the dirt that they had and that they could, that they could handle. Now you get a piece of machinery, Bobcat, small loader. Uh, I mean, like at silver state, I mean, you should have seen the size of the loader they had in there that Joey was using. That thing was a beast. Hmm. Uh, you know, and I think probably had like a three, three and a half yard bucket on it. Uh, wow. At least. And <clears throat> so I think, I think today people are not, a, or they will spend more money to build a new track layout. Back in the old days, they didn't really bitch about changing the track. They just did a lot of the work manually. So the, the layout uh, is, was what it was based on what they could do with manual labor. And now people will spend more money to have more equipment to make it easier. But then once you have the equipment, you can build a little more into the track. So that's what I think is, is different today. I mean, at the Lake Park days, I don't think they built one of those tracks. It, all they had was a lawnmower uh, in the winter champs days. And, um, and back at the old Orlando track that we had, they, they just had lawnmowers. That was the only thing that really they ever had. Uh, now, you know, you pay Bobby Moore to build a track. He's out there with his Bobcat. He whips that thing out and like, you know, tracks probably done in six hours and then you got to pipe it. Um, or like at silver state, you got Joey on the big loader. You make all the big, uh, the big elevation moves with that. And so guys just take advantage of the machinery we have today. So, um, which is nice. I, I, I like having a, a lot of elevation and track layout. And I like that they can use this machinery to make it a little easier. Now, granted, it's probably a little more expensive if you don't own it. Um, you know, we did that monster truck RC race last year, the end of last year at RC madness. And if Chris Marcy didn't have that little skid steer out there, <laughs> we would have been screwed. I mean, I was making like little jumps like this big with dirt, <laughs> by our car stacks. And I'm just like, how did I ever do this before? I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> like I was telling Fred, I'm like, I'm not ever doing this again. Don't ever <laughs> sign us up to build tracks. I hate building tracks, but it actually turned out really nice. And now I want to do it again. Uh, what? Yeah, it's horrible. That is. Um, but, uh, so I remember, I mean, we talked about this before, but I know Paul used to go to, our Orlando track every week and work on the track and, but it was all manual stuff. You know, if you wanted to move dirt, you had to do with wheelbarrows. And, uh, now, uh, the guys that are really good with the machinery, they just, they can rough out a track fairly quickly. And now it's probably the piping that takes the longest, not wow. really moving the dirt. Right. That's, That's amazing. The other thing they did in Vegas is they couldn't, they because the dirt is just so soft and there's it's not hard packed they can't like drive a stake or a pin through the pipe like they normally do at some of these tracks where they just put a um you know like a stake through the pipe to to nail it down there they they had to make 500 sandbags and they laid these sandbags everywhere along the pipe and then they like zip tied it wow uh yeah it was uh they had to do some some different mm -hmm. things because the dirt's so soft it just you couldn't hold it down 
Damn. Uh, Kirby's asking if Kirby, uh, yeah, Kirby. Corey is asking if Kirby's going to be at the Nationals. I, I think Kirby will show up. Um, and Jubert's saying Kirby wrecked his mountain bike. He's out. Okay. Well, he didn't. no. Yeah. That had been an expensive wreck. Oh, here we go. I'm looking for vintage video cameras. They're probably expensive as hell, though. A 1983 J.C. Penny with instructions, but this <laughs> is kind of one that that looks pretty legit, though. God, look at that thing! It actually looks pretty nice, considering <clears throat> for 1983. I wonder what the one Clark Griswold had in the second <laughs> vacation. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. When he was carrying that, that's the one I think of when I think of um, the, the even bar, 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 bar. even in great outdoors when uh, Roman shows up, he had that big camera. Right. What do we need to know? That was the bomb back then. That camera, man. Here's a Magnavox. <clears throat> Nobody's bidding on these things, so you could get this thing for like twenty or thirty bucks, probably. I mean, what are you gonna do with it? I know nothing. Uh, John <laughs> says, "I heard it's because that it." a horse arena and they forgot the stake or spike in the dirt last year. So now they can't use metal spikes. Interesting. Oh, so what, what was that? Uh, so it's a horse arena. Yeah. And, uh, you guys left the spikes in there last year in the dirt. So yeah, it wasn't me. Uh, well, you know, you're, you're a crew there. It's your gang, your family. Um, you guys left them in, uh, left them in the dirt and, uh, oh. I guess the horses don't like that. Yeah, that basically puts a horse out. Okay, so that's probably the second reason is uh, the sandbags to hold it down. But but I still question if that dirt would even pack enough. But yeah, good. I mean, good reasoning. I mean, you don't want that stuff in, in the animals for sure. Oh, you know how about another movie camera? How about the Back to the Future? What did he Doc? What was that's Doc another one? Yeah, when he was filming, filming him work on this stuff, and then yeah. when the car was going by, he had that. Camera I think too. this this that's what this one is. I think <laughs> I know. I threw did, ours out. My dad had one. We just threw it out. But you don't think about saving that shit. Jake Engstrom just uh, popped in. What's up, guys? We were talking about you earlier, Jake. Go back and listen. Basically, um, about you, how you travel all over the place, or it seems like you do. Oh, you these exotic places down in Florida. So it was a the Back to the Future one was a JVC. That's it. And it was red on the end, and this thing was actually relatively small already. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he was holding it like this. It wasn't on his shoulder, was it? Yeah. Uh, so this thing was relatively small. Man, we get sidetracked, don't we? That's okay. <clears throat> I think the Magnavox is the I mean, one. I saw Oh, no, guy. he had it on his shoulder. Yeah, so he's got it on his shoulder here. They got a picture of him. I saw a guy at the, at the warm-up holding a camcorder, and I thought, 
added I was just looking, I'm like, damn, you don't see that all everybody has their phones out doing it, you know? Yeah. And uh it was a pretty decent size, but it was, you know. I don't know. It just I know you use one, but it just caught me off guard a little bit. I was just like, huh? What? Wow. I don't see too many people doing that anymore. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean once you start holding that thing, it really it gets old. Yeah. I mean, there's I just need to get a tripod, but I hate setting all that up. You know, oh, I feel God. like uh, I just kind of like to bust even up holding, the camera. Even holding the phone is like, after a while, it's like a pain. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just film like in 30 second clips. That's all I do. But um, <laughs> I like, I like, like at LCRC, I was right by the pits there. And I like when I go over to tabletop. Mm-hmm. It just looks cool at the beginning when all the cars are going over. Uh, that's just so awesome. So then I show friends, you know, back home that have no clue about RC, and I'll show them that video, and they're just like blown away. You show them the pit stops, and you show them jumping over that tabletop. That's all you need to show them, and they're like, "What in the hell?" Like they have no idea that RC is even anything like that. They they think of just little cars that you buy at the store. Yeah, it just people don't have the, just don't grasp the seriousness. Yeah, and when you try to explain it to them, well, there's pro drivers, and and they're like, "What for RC cars?" Well, and, and, part, and well, yeah. part of this is also the <clears throat> people's introduction to RC cars are the ones that are the way they think they are, right? The um. <clears throat> The ones you get at, you know, Target, Walmart. That's their that's their vision. That's yeah, what they right been, away. That, that's what they've been introduced to. That's what they've been shown. Yep. Uh, maybe even had an experience with are those type of cars. So that's why they have that vision in their head. Uh, it's like if you're, you know, hey, it could be anything. You know, it's like if you're if you're told. Um, this is what chapstick looks like. And then somebody, you know, comes out later and they got one that looks like this. You know, you're just like, what's this? You're like, oh, that's chapstick. Go. Oh. I saw somebody posted a chapstick uh, thermos, like a, one of those, one of those, um, you know, metal. Yeah, thermoses. Canteens, that's what they call them. But the whole thing looked like a freaking chapstick. Yeah, it looked like a chapstick, the chapstick brand. Okay. Just saw it today. It's funny you mentioned chapstick. Anyway, good. You you sent me a picture of that. Yeah. See if I can find the post. I'm interested. It looked pretty cool. Looks like RCA had a pretty vintage video camera here. That looks like a, that looks like kind of, It's got to have that look. I forget what brand we had at home. I think it was uh, RCA, to be honest with you. I mean, if you see, th- if you saw this, it, it's got to have the full, full VHS tape has to fit in that one side, right? Yeah, That's yeah. Part of it. It's the one you want. It's got to make that noise. That you know. Yep. That's the one you want. RCA. Okay, so. My next note here, I traveled to 
to the Monster Truck Hall of Fame, their grand opening last oh. last weekend. Uh, Fred Fred is on a big tour right now, and I kind of met him. I met him up in in Indiana, flew into Indianapolis, and drove over to uh, Butler, and it was their grand opening. They got their own building and uh, remodeled it, and it's really kind of impressive. What they were able to do, they had a great event there, and we set up our you know booth, and we didn't really set up to sell sell or anything. We just kind of set up to say, "Hey, this is what we make." Yep, got our uh, cars out there on display. Of course, everybody asks you if they're for sale, and you know you kind of have to have the you got to be able to tell them how they can get into it. You know, you got a little bit of a um, a sales pitch. You got to explain to them how they can get into the hobby and what it costs to get in. And some people make the mistake of uh, <laughs> using their ego when they're talking about their vehicles and be, they'll pick up their vehicle and be like, oh, I got 2,500 in this one. You know what I mean? Like that's, oh, yeah, that's pe- the worst thing you do. Pe- people do that all the time. I got 2,500 in this one. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, so then yeah. people, of course, they're just right away. They're just like, "Whoa, are you serious? You know, yeah. like, are you are you nuts?" Yeah, yeah, you can't but, brag about that. Yeah, it's like you know. Usually, what I say is, you know, hey, you could start from anywhere from three hundred to three hundred and fifty for one of these trucks, and then you can make it as expensive as you want. Yeah, um, you know, you can stick with that. You can replace parts as you break them, <laughs> or you get into it and you just kind of. Um, do a little bit at a time. So um, people loved it though. I mean, I, I, what the little kids do is the little kids come up right away and they're just like, Hey, can I drive these? Yeah. No. And then, and then it's like, Hey, Eat can it, I rent? Man. You know, then they want to rent one. Can I rent it? It's like, well, how much money you got kid? <laughs> Well, then that's when you go, I got 2,500 in this one. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, this this RCA video camera has a 32X zoom. It's pretty wild for 1986. Considering, to be honest, looking at these things again, they're Mm -hmm. big, but the actual... um, the way the materials and the way they look and everything is actually pretty good. Considering how old this is. I mean, we're talking about, um, I mean, since we were talking about back to the future, I saw that meme the other day that said, um, they were in 1985, right. In back to the future. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then they went back to, did they, they went back to the sixties. Is that what it was? 1960. 1955 was it 55 or 65 mm. um, anyway whatever it was 59 whatever it was that's today that's the equivalent of going back to 1991 oh yeah Got so that's it. the that's the meme that they shared is if it's seven hundred dollars if if back to the future was going off today if back to the future was going on today and you went back the same amount of time, you'd go back to 1991. 
So it's crazy to think about that. All right. I'm on eBay. This is a JVC Victor uh, movie camera. Back to the future. Mm-hmm. This guy wants $719. Yeah. The, the, the back to the future ones are kind of going for more money because of the movie. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool to have that one though and show up at, the, uh, at a race with it. Look at that thing. My God. Jeez. I'm trying to find a bigger one. That uh, one's actually kind of kind of on the smaller side. Yeah, it is. Uh, Corey Jordan says, do you show off your off-road cars at the monster truck events or just the monster truck stuff? I, we only do the monster trucks um, just because it's hard to fit it all. By the time we load up with either product or cars or trucks, uh, it's hard to get it all in there. So. Yeah. So, yeah, we got that event, and then we packed it up, and we drove six hours to Missouri. So Saturday night, we drove six hours to Missouri, and we we got to race the monster trucks at the Trigger King race. Okay. Which I thought went pretty well. Uh, They had about a – they think he counted – Doug Welker, who he's on the show. Yeah, Doug. He counted. There was 101 trucks out there. Hmm. There was 101 monster trucks, which I thought was – Pretty cool. Um, see, see, Paul. Uh, age is not uh, chicky. Uh, age is not getting to uh, Jason. He was able to go to this and then go to that. Yeah, this. See that drove drove six hours straight there. And right, right. You are Ken. Right, you are. Um. Yeah. So. Traveled there. RCA, we could buy it now for $18. Pretty affordable. But this one, this one looks a little too sleek. What's amazing is they had really nice cases for them back then that they came in like, you know, injection molded case. Like, (laughs) like you got like a, you know, today you go in and you buy something at Home Depot, like a nice drill or something. If if yeah. you buy an expensive one enough, it comes in a nice case, right? Right. Well, I mean, we recently bought, uh, you know, a few video cameras and, you know, it doesn't come with any of that. You got to buy it all separate. Doesn't come with that crap. Yeah, you don't get the nice case and all that stuff. <clears throat> I mean, this thing, they were expensive back then, though, right? Like, if you had one of these original, like, RCA, I bet you these things were... I mean, I I just remember it was a big decision back then to buy that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, my dad had to, you know, like, okay, well, here we go. Here I get it. (laughs) If we got to get pictures of the family. Yeah. I love watching YouTube videos of... Uh, families that did this and posted it to YouTube, like they'll they'll post Christmas of nine, you know, nineteen eighty five. You know, mm-hmm. I love watching those videos, man. I go down that rabbit hole sometimes. I'm there for three, four hours, just you know, just You're like diving. Oh, I remember this. I know, and it, it it's true, and it really brings back tons of memories as you're watching it, and you're just like, wow. I think it's so cool. There's a guy on YouTube. I I I'll have to search and see what his uh, YouTube. Uh, channel is but he's basically recorded everything from you know his teen years all the way up to now and he's like almost 50 i think like he he has everything on video dude it's amazing and it's like you can just watch 
shit from the 80s all the way up and it's like he's like watch me get older yeah and the thing is it's 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 really nothing exciting other than you're just seeing what life looked like like he just has everything he recorded everything he was annoying to his family because you could tell like they're always like oh put that camera down you know yeah yeah but it's so cool to have that video now because like he even did videos of him driving down the highway in california back in 1987 or something whatever yeah and it's just cool seeing the cars go by, what they looked like back then, and just how shit looked, you know. Um. Uh, so yeah, I, I go down those rabbit holes, and then it's just like I think it's just really cool to see shit from way back. Um, especially the uh, a lot of people would bring their those camcorders in the high school last day of school, they'd bring it in. So there's a lot of videos on YouTube of uh, last day of high school, 1990. You know, I wish I would have done that. Yeah, I remember like, people doing that. Man, I wish I had that video. I wonder why why they needed the last day. You know, like that was sort of the. I guess that was the day. I think it was kind of. Well, because last day, like, I don't think the school would normally let you bring in. The, yeah, the, the like, gloves are a little off, right? Right, and the teachers are a little yeah. So it makes sense to bring it in the last day of school. You, they brought the camcorders in, had it on their shoulder, and they're <laughs> freaking filming everything. And, you know, there's kids that were shying away from the camera or like, put it down, you know, put that camera away. But I bet you if they're watching that now, they're so happy that kid recorded that. Stuff. Yep. They're thinking this is great. These are yeah. memories. I mean, it's just it's just really cool. And for somebody that always like likes likes to live in the past, those videos are perfect for me. So I, just, like, I love this. I love it. Man. I'm always, <laughs> I love going back in time there and just watching that stuff. So cool. Will Britton's checking in. Sup, dudes? Will Britton. Uh, Did there's stuff in here new in the box? <sighs> see what see what we did to Jason. We lost him now. He's looking for camcorders. Yeah. So Corey says now now we have a podcast, so we can look back. That's true. That's true. Yeah, when we're like, uh, I mean, I can't imagine still be doing a podcast when I'm like ready to check out. But uh, you're like episode two twenty six. Two twenty six, and we're like sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys are back. All right. Thanks for uh, your patience. Yeah. Oh, we promise we're gonna get these out. We'll <laughs> be a little more consistent. <laughs> I got a lot of prizes stacking up here to give out, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Um I thought about that though. Do you, do you think do you think that we'll still be doing this like in our late 50s? I mean, there's nothing holding me, you know, other there's no I mean, it doesn't cost anything to do this. It's not it's not that's not the issue. It's just whether or not I just can't imagine being like I don't know. Can we do this up until we die? That'd be kind of cool in a way. Like, <clears throat> oh, that was Silver State Race, Jason. Tell me about it. How did it go? Jason, turn your hearing aid up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But it will be kind of cool to look back on this when I'm like 70 or 80. If I make it, well, I won't make it to 80, but Jesus. 
maybe 70. Something like that. Yeah. 80. Corey Jordan says 80. Yeah, I don't I don't know, Corey. <clears throat> that's that's a tough one. Maybe especially, by the way there'll be something else. Especially usually on my dad's side of the family, the males do not get out of their sixties. But my dad did. Dad did he's 71. 72, sorry. One of the first ones to get out of their sixties. Usually heart attacks takes us down. But uh I'm in peak condition though, as you can tell. I'm in peak condition. If you saw me at night, like, you know, cut muscles. You know what I mean? Look at that muscle. Look at that, Jason. Look at that. Oh, damn. Look, look, see it go up. Watch. Up. Look, up. You watch this. Look, up. What do you got? Oh, that's mean. That's mean. I've been working on this for like years now. Look, you look don't want that. nothing. Look at right there, Jason. The definition. Definition. Look at that. God damn. I wonder why no. all the chicks are looking at me at LCRC. Yeah, no kidding. So, um, finished up with the Trigger King event. Better not bring Allison. I flew back home. Mm-hmm. Fred's uh, staying out because he's going to go to Tulsa this weekend for the Super Chips drag racing event. Uh, Super what? It's called Super Chip. Super Chip. Yeah, Super drag Chip. Racing. Super okay. Chips. <clears throat> this is supposed to be. Is that California Highway Patrol drag race or something? Nope. Oh, all right. I think it's in reference to the product called Super Chips that that uh, that you can buy. That's for um, mechanical improvement, engine improvement. Oh, okay. So Super Chip drag race. That's yeah, an auto parts manufacturer. Is super chips. Ah, gotcha. Is the chip shortage uh, hurting the uh, RC industry? The semiconductor shortage. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. You think maybe like the electronic part, like the speed controls or something? It could be. Yeah. Okay. The RCA, the king of. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Will Brin says uh, no dip for these chips. What does that mean? Well, it's not chips. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Fred Stain, he's going to drive over to Tulsa for the super chip event. Right. 500 and something entries is what they're talking about so far. Wow. That's great. Mm hmm. So, can we watch that on something? Yeah, Live RC is going to cover it. Scotty yeah. Ernst is going to be there. Right. Uh, I want to say Tyler Hooks, maybe. Um, <coughs> hold on. Wilson's chips and dip. What kind of chips and dip do you like uh, there, Will? Will's saying he think it was potato chips at first, Jason. What do you think about that? You think Will's right? What were those ones in like the metal can? Oh, those were the Charles chips. Remember yeah. those things? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if they're called Charles, but is that what is that the ones? They were like a brown can, like a light yeah. beige. Yeah. They, I, weren't I called, they weren't called Charles chips. I don't know. Got me, man. You're like, but, whatever. 
Nah, man, I, I, I'm in. I'm in. I just can't. I don't know if they're called Charles. Now I'll Google it. Seems like the microphone part is what's taking it on the chin of these old video cameras. <clears throat> you just can't find a good forty-year-old video camera anymore. You know. Was well, Charles Chips? Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there it is. How do I um can I share a photo on here? I don't know. So five hundred and something entries at the super chips. Let's just say that's five ten. The warm up race that had three what was it, three forty? Yeah, uh three I wrote down three thirty nine. Okay. And then we have <clears throat> also this weekend we got going on is the Diggers Dungeon in North Carolina. Their big oh, uh, world finals. We got uh, Rich Rich out there with Dustin Spallone. <clears throat> That's this weekend? Yes. Diggers <laughs> Dungeon. <clears throat> Poplar Branch, North Carolina. I'm trying to figure out how to share a photo on here. I never did that. Share. Here we go. Hmm. All right. Oh, never mind. Uh, Will says he has a... Uh, I have one with a big VCR with the big VCR that goes in a bag that you have to carry around with you. That might be good. Have one with the big VCR that goes in a bag. So you have a VCR in a bag and then the camera actually up here. I wonder if they made them at one time where you ended up getting a VCR and you got the video camera in one package. I wonder if that was... Hmm. Man, if that's true, that must have been a bitch to carry around. Oh, yeah. Remember when you could rent a VCR? Yeah, from it, uh, the video rental store. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a VCR. <laughs> you rent this one. Yeah, and it, it would come in a big bag. That might be what Vil, Mil, Will's talking about. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's That's crazy. Wow. That'd be awesome though to carry around with the Nats. Look like a total tool. Imagine that. You can't find a perfect 40-year-old video camera. <clears throat> yeah, so we got Rich and Dustin at the Digger's Dungeon this weekend. Mm-hmm. And they usually have a big turnout there. Let me write down a number. Check this logo out. Where do I see it? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's Charles cool. Chips. That's it. I told you. That is. The tan can. <laughs> yeah, so Will said his dad used to 
<clears throat> he used to carry that out to the races. <laughs> Everyone thought my dad was from a TV station when I was a kid. He would tape my go-kart. Oh, we'll race go-karts. Tape his go-kart races. And he upgraded to the 8mm. Remember when 8mm came out? That was like, ain't going to get any better than this, guys. You were at the top of the, the food chain. I remember yeah. when I had one where you would, like, the mini tape would go inside of what looked like a VHS tape. So the mini tape was in the camcorder. Maybe that's 8 millimeter. 8 millimeter. Yeah, I think it is. And then you could put it into a regular v- VHS. Yeah. And then yeah. you close the thing and you push the button and like it would wind up in there and then you'd stick yeah. it in your VCR. Right. <clears throat> That's yeah. what I recorded all my good stuff on back in the day. Charles checking in. So boys. Yeah, it's funny, Charles and then Charles Chips. Hey Charles, are you from Charles Chips? <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, Will's dad had the uh, VHS tape that took that. <clears throat> then. Cool. Good stuff. All right. So that uh, that's the drag race. Super Chips race that's in Tulsa. We're, Tulsa. We're, we're bringing out our new drag body to that event. We're going to have that available. Fast Freddy's going to be out there with that. Okay. Is uh, let me take this. Uh, is Charles Chip still around? Uh, I I'm guessing they are. I, I want to say that I've seen those <clears throat> in like Cracker Barrel. <laughs> you know what I'm and, talking about? Yeah, the Cracker Barrel restaurants. Yeah. And you're absolutely right, because right here is photos of them in Cracker Barrel. Yeah, you can buy them there. Okay. I'll even have them in bags now, too. Oh, they have them in bags? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think part of what was appealing about them, I think they were good, but was that can. I think people really liked that can. My dad bought that stuff from Circuit City. Yeah. There's the bag, Jason. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Circuit City. Uh, I used to love Circuit City. Yes, yeah, so Will saying my dad, he his dad used to buy all that video stuff from Circuit City. So. That was a big thing. That was, they had to be one of the, the original chains for that type of stuff yeah i used to live at circuit city man i love going there got my car stereos installed that's to circuit city and then kind of the best buy is what came in after that right at least in my area it did circuit city was up here first and best buy came in um kind of were still, the, the better mousetrap in a I way i don't know man i still like circuit city better you did? Like I, yeah, I, I thought the store, at least in my area, the store was nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, people in there were pretty cool. Um, 
I, I really don't know why it failed. I'm sure it had something to do with the way they ran things, maybe, but on a corporate level. But other than that, thought it was pretty nice. <clears throat> Sean says, uh, my 1994 Packard Bell came from Circuit City. Nice. Packard Bell. I haven't thought of that for a while. And Circuit City offered the no lemons protection plan. Will says. (laughs) I don't remember that. So yeah, they. I mean, what's amazing drinking with ice. What What's amazing is in those days how important it was to have a great storefront and to be able to go there. And the first thing you said was, "I thought Circuit City was nicer." Yeah, and they had the cool. um, Remember their commercials that the the, uh, plug would come down and plug in and Circuit City. I thought I thought they had a cool thing going there. They did. It It just wasn't run right on corporate level, I believe. So. I mean, I, who knows? But their prices were fine. Everything was fine there. I mean, just I and, and then today, people just buy it online. You know? Yes. Yeah. They go to back- now. They go to Best Buy, look at it, and then they go on Amazon buy it. <laughs> it's kind right. of yeah. It sucks. It really does. Yeah. <clears throat> the way things work today, just. No, I'll and have then, you know, and then everybody says they still have no time. Oh, I don't have time. I don't, I don't have time for that. I don't have to. Well, how did we have time before? How did we work on the tracks with no equipment? How did we build all our cars, cut all our motors, do our batteries, watch all these movies, watch TV shows, sports? We People go to school. They went to work. Um, they worked on their house. They cut their grass. How did they do all this stuff? Go to the store to buy something. Bring it home. Now we have all these conveniences, and everybody still has no time. So where where is the time going? It must be shrinking. All the time must be shrinking. Well, I think I think they did say the time is shrinking. Well, but I don't think it's by that much. Probably not at that rate. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, seriously though, I mean, just all that stuff we just listed. I mean, that's all the stuff that you would do to race or just in general day to day. Um, you know, and everybody still comes to you. I don't have time. I, I didn't. Sorry, man. I just didn't have time. It's like, well, yeah, I didn't have time to order my tires for this race. I, I think that's probably the most overused. Uh, and I've, I've said it before. Everyone says it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. They were on the circuit city was on commission. That is why it felt like walking onto a used car lot when going to a TV section. That's why he ended up with the Packard Bell. <laughs> huh. I don't I don't remember anybody really bugging me. I mean, maybe the TV section. I never really went in there, but I was in the car stereo section. Um, and computers, but I never really had anybody bother me, really. Best Buy does the same thing. Like, I just go in there and they kind of just ask if you need any help. And if not, they leave you alone, but. I don't think Best Buy is on commission, but um, he's like, so what am I going to have to do to talk you into this Packard Bell today? Yeah. Not much. I'll take it. Well, I think Will is definitely saying something. There's no, you know, you don't have your your phone or your screen in your pocket that wastes five hours a day. And he's probably right. Yeah. 
we talked about this too. Like when I'm watching all these old basketball games, not you know from even from the early 2000s, nobody's sitting there on their phone. But now when you watch a basketball game, they're like on their phones. They're all yeah. They don't even know what happened in the game. They watch yeah. a replay on their phone. Yeah. I've done it during a basketball game. I'm like, how many points does this guy have? And I'll look up. I'll look. You know, I open it up and I'm like, oh, he's got 32. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember in the early 2000s when I moved back to Florida and I was I was going to Orlando Magic games there was a lady that used to sit behind us that she would still ha- she would still listen to it on the radio while the game was going on so she would have the the she would have a headset on and she was listening to the play by play um the radio uh, of it, why she's just, there? Yeah, while she, why she, while she's there. Well, you know, <clears throat> yeah. What, what were you talking about? Uh, football or what was this? It was I, when I, I was watching uh, basketball, Orlando Magic. Yeah, and, and and they have radio stations direct at the stadium, so there's no delay. That's what I was wondering: is if there uh, actually was a delay or not? If it so, if when when she was watching it, was it actually? No, because I, I've done time. it for hockey, and when I got to the arena, they tell you to tune into this channel. Yep. And not only is it going to radios out in cars and stuff, but it's you're getting a direct feed, I think, from the stadium, so everything's on point. Hmm. And that's a good way to watch hockey and stuff because, you know, in basketball or whatever, because you're hearing the play-by-play. Um, and that's what you're used to when you're watching TV. So I think the biggest thing is when you go to a live event, you're like, man, what's something's off here, and it's because you're not hearing the commentary. Next time somebody oh. tells you they don't have time, you should be able to. Okay, let me see your phone. Right, and then you go to that section where it says how how long you've been on your phone each day, and you're yeah. like, aha, there it is. I know what you got time for. <clears throat> um, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> you want you don't, I I you see know where now what. I know it's I see now what you got time for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see mine. Uh well you told me if you ever did die, I gotta, you know. Yeah, you guys gotta figure out how to erase my browser history quick. Kirby and I are um we're actually kind of planning that amongst ourselves. Yeah, I'm going late before you guys, so um <laughs> Well, and vice versa. Right. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're pals, so we'll help each other out. So if something tragic does happen and you guys go, if you go before me, I'll do what I can. It's like a note in your wallet. Yeah. Delete browser history. <laughs> uh, where was I going? Uh, <clears throat> Packard Bell? No, Packard Bell. Word processor? Circuit City was big, wasn't it? You, it? To me, like I, we'd have to pull up some photos. I'm sure there's video too because of commercials. But what it re, kind of reminded me of, I guess, is like that 40 year old Virgin movie. You know, when he worked in that store. Yeah. Like to me, that's kind of that had like the Circuit City vibe. Right. Kind of. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> and they they used kind of strange colors. Like, wasn't it sort of like a red magenta looking, like the Circuit City like thing? Yeah. It was like a red looking. Absolutely. Yep. 
But did you guys have service merchandise? Was that nationwide? Was that a big thing? Like you get a because they would give you a ca- catalog, right? Mm-hmm. You get like the you know because there was a Sears, J.C. Penny. You get a catalog, right? That was like a. I, I remember the J.C. Penny catalog. Right. That was you have to. I don't know. We'll go back to that. So, uh, <laughs> service merchandise. Uh, somebody watching has got to see if they they had. I remember that was a big thing. <clears throat> that was like they had a catalog also and it was you know they would before the holidays man they'd start dumping the the new stuff into that catalog that was that what they yeah. were gonna have and that was like it was amazing looking at that stuff it was like the car action you know but it had right. everything a to b of whatever they could get i don't remember that one it was just something wasn't in my area that was it was well it was a little uh circuit city like i guess i remember they had jewelry and stuff in there too it was a little bit of everything but that was like 80s that was like i think i think it was definite um definite 80s Service merchandise. I'm looking all this stuff up. Oh, yeah, man, look at this. Alog. Yeah, I don't remember that store. It had like a big storefront. I think. Yeah, it did. It had, like a, it had like a big name on it. I oh, hear service merchandise going out of business. Oh, when, well. when did they go out of business? Hmm. Let's see the company lost its market share. Blah, 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 blah. Da, 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 da. I'd say like 95, 94. Chapter 11. They filed for chapter 11 on March 15th, 1999. Wow. That kind of made it longer than I thought. Then they, re- uh, then they regrouped and uh, became Amazon. 2000 and then. Following the September 11th attacks, proved to be a hurdle that the company could not clear. With only 200 catalog showrooms left, the stock value less than 1%. Uh, wow. So they closed completely in 2002. That's still a long run. <clears throat> I mean, how many did September 11 attacks? Uh, just that was it. Took them and down. Ham- and hammered. Huh. Wonder why. <laughs> Or that was their excuse. Yeah. I mean, sounds like other companies that were around then, they made Yeah, it. I mean. All right. It's probably a good excuse. <clears throat> um, okay, what's the, what was next on your list there? What really? Uh, I, I went actually, uh, I've kind of went through everything so far i don't think i <clears throat> i wrote down the top 25 rc to check that out after silver state because i know some things kind of updated there after silver state so um well, just kind of some interesting things i always kind of like to go back and look at this i mean it doesn't necessarily mean anything but uh, 
I still think it's nice to to look at and and it, it uh, you know kind of you remember some names and um, nice to kind of look at what guys are doing and now if we can just get get Mayfield in the A main at the Nationals this year that'll be huge for him. The past two Roar Nationals, he hasn't even made the A main because he um, broke in the semifinals. Actually, he flamed flamed out, actually. Really? Yeah. So the last two Roar Nationals in 8 scale, which is 2018 and 2019. Yeah. He didn't even make the A main because during the semifinal, he... Well, in 2019... uh, he blew up an engine in the semi, and the the year before that, he crashed on the was it wasn't the last lap, but it was maybe less than a minute to go. He I remember he went up to the top of the hill, hit the one eighty, flipped over, and flamed out. Hmm. And uh, he still almost made the main because he had such a big lead in the race that he still almost made the main, but it was too much to overcome still flaming out. have to go back to the pits. He lose a lap. Wow. Um, he still almost made it. I mean, him and Billy Easton were probably eight feet apart at the finish line for him still making the main that at that, that year. And then uh, last year or the 2019, when he blew up a motor or an engine, they started it up. He was still in the lead. He made it a lap or two. It flamed out again at the end of the straightaway. They brought him in, started it back up again. And the thing was just running really bad at that point. Mm. And he, he dropped to like third or fourth, which he still was going to make the main. If he would have kept going and not flamed out again, he, he, he would have made it, but, yeah. um, but he flamed out again. And then he was just like, you know what? This is not running. Wow. I didn't <laughs> every time, that. every time I come on straight away and let off the thing, you just assume he's always in the A. Yeah, and he qualified second. Um, qualified second overall. I believe Dakota TQ'd that year in uh, Thornhill. Mayfield was second. And what's ironic is if he would have TQ'd, he would have went right to the main. Uh, but I think second qualifier on down had to run a semifinal. They, they change it all the time. I, I can't remember. I believe Dakota went straight to the main. He TQ'd and then Mayfield was second, so he had to run the semi. And then in the semi, he had all that trouble, didn't even make it. Uh, Spencer Rivkin ended up winning the race anyway in the 60 minute finals, so he ended up winning. But yeah, we're just trying to get Mayfield in the main this year. <laughs> wow. Um, so it'll probably feel a little weird to him when he's up there. Cause you, I think sometimes you have a tendency to have some weird flashbacks, but, um, he's been through it all on the track. So I think, I think we gotta get her in there. He likes LCRC. So yeah, it's a tough track and, um, it's going to be rough, but that's, yeah. yeah, it's the, yeah, when you look at this list, uh, the top 25, you run down this list and you look at the guys, how versatile they are. And 
it really shows you, uh, you know, you have to be very versatile on different tracks and, you know, uh, this list isn't, hasn't been completely, uh, accurate or fair to the Europeans uh, or around the world. Cause they haven't been race racing like we have, uh, in 2020 or 2021 they're just now getting back out on the track for the most part so <clears throat> but you know if you look at this you know May- mayfield's at the top but and that's he he could if he if he makes the main at the nationals and finishes well I, I think his points will even improve here, but uh, but yeah, you just look at the names and you know, Mayfield, Ungaro, Ronafalk, right there. Those three guys they got to be um, that has to be the three best eight scale drivers in the world. Yeah, uh, put them in any order you want uh, doesn't necessarily matter, uh, but those probably are. And then you got Tebow, who can't argue with him. Ricardo Berton, I mean the guy's amazing too uh, from Italy in fifth. Juan Carlos Canas, six, Ty Tessman, seven. You know, and you could argue Ty could be higher. Uh, in, in my opinion, he probably is uh, is is higher on that list. But it just depends what races you've been running and how you're doing. Uh, Tessman's led the list several times, as well as Jared and Ronald Falk, Ungaro. All these guys have spent time at the top. So... It's hard to count any any of these guys out completely. I mean, you go all the way down to 25. Uh, you got some really good guys. Who did I say that uh, Dakota was battling with in, uh, at the warm-up race uh, in Buggy? Man, it was- Lutz, probably. Uh, Ryan Lutz, probably. No, I don't think that. was it Gahan. No, he was a he was Losi's old manager. Oh yeah, no. What's the other guy's name? Starts with G. Uh, your oh, driver, I think. Jesus, I'm drawing a blank. Help me out. Well, there's was there uh, Joe Bornhor, Seth Van Dalen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tyler Jones, Tebow, Tebow. I'm going to go look at the results Then we'll find out So we got Ron here Biscuit Talk about Tebow going drag racing You know we just talked about uh, You know we got Fred Going out to the Super Chips event And uh, Jared spent the last week Or so it looked like building his car Because he signed up for this Super Chips I think he wants to go out there and represent The Macklin for his electronics. They've been putting a really big push into drag racing. A lot of people are finding a niche into drag racing that didn't have a good niche before that. Macklin, I think, is probably one of them. Um, and others. Uh, they're finding a little bit of a home over there. So I think Tebow going out is a good thing for him. It's a good thing for them. Um, you have no idea how he's going to do. I mean, he's never even ran before. I don't think, I think he said yesterday or today, he's going to go make his first passes outside and see how it goes. But. Oh, it was Tebow. 
Yeah, him and Tebow going back and forth. Like there was so many lead changes for the first like ten minutes. It was unreal. It was great. Yeah. It was an awesome race, man. Yeah, yep. Tebow. And then Lutz was third at the warm up, and then mm-hmm. uh, Seth. Yep. Van Halen. Van Halen. Um. Panama. Got Aiden. Mm-hmm. Bornhurst. Uh, Joe. Or wait, Joe. And then who else here? Oh, I was thinking of uh, Ogden. Cole. Okay. But I don't know. I thought. I thought they were going back and forth too, but Tebow. Yeah, it was a great race. Buggy. I think that Jared is probably going to do pretty well with the drag racing. Um, Can he win the whole thing? I mean, it's, I doubt it. It would be, I mean, it has to be, I mean, everybody's chance of winning has to be extremely low at something like this because, well, Obviously, you can give people, you can favor certain people that have the experience and that are good, but you could get out at any time. I think you, I don't think it's double elimination. I think it's just single elimination and you're out. So at any time, you could be out. So, you know, Jared, Jared could be out at any time, just like anybody. But everybody goes with the idea that, they're going to win. That's why everybody goes. Everyone just had, you know, you, you start to, you start to visualize it in your mind, right? That how it's going to look, how, how that win's going to look to you. And or at least that's how I, that's how I've always raced. Um, I've always raced with the impression or the idea that um, while I'm wrenching, while I'm working, you, you visualizing, the success that you can have and that um, I'm sure everybody's feeling that way, working on their cars and mounting the body. And you're, you're trying to, you're trying to get your mind in a place where you're Mm -hmm. like, can you see this thing winning? You know, is this a winning car? Is it a winning body? What is this, what the winner's going to look like when it's over with? And that what you're talking to yourself while you're doing it. I know being at a, uh, so many worlds when, uh, you know, mounting bodies for Ryan or, uh, other guys and you're, I'm, I've, you know, several times, um, <laughs> so I've been mounting bodies for guys several times. Like, you know, you got your curved scissors out and, oh, I love know, mine. and, uh, and I'm cutting out the body and I'm thinking to myself, is this, the world champion body right here <laughs> that you're working on. You know what I mean? You're cutting it out and you're thinking, yeah, this could be the world champion body right here that we're cutting like, out. Cut up. No. And, and, you know, then there's, um, and then there's times where, you know, like Ryan was in China. We, we brought them all new bodies out there. And he's like, I just ran my old F2. It was fine. Like I didn't need the new one. You're like, well, you're at the world's. So you could have ran a new body. It's okay. He's just like, ah, that was fine. Okay. Um, gotta love it. Corey is asking if I'll ever run nitro again. When you run a nitro again, 
I should go get my car and show it off because I actually have a car that's ready to go. Go get it. Okay. Let me go get it. Sure. Show it off to the the fans here. Um. Yeah, so the warm-up race, Dakota Fent, Jared Tebow TQ'd that uh, Nitro Buggy and was putting on a hell of a show. It was awesome. I had a question in earlier that's asking about giveaways um, and Patreon, which I discontinued Patreon. Uh doesn't mean we're not going to give away stuff. I'm just going to give away stuff for free. Uh, Patreon, I didn't want to do that to you guys because we weren't very consistent with the show. So um, I just felt that uh didn't want to take your money. So, and it's, and it just, they became a little bit of a hassle. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just not doing it anymore. If we give away stuff, StreamYard is supposed to put in this uh, giveaway feature where the people that are in the chat um, we'll be able to participate in this and we can pick a winner from whoever's in the chat. And I think that's how we'll do it if we give stuff away. So, uh, Jason, uh, so this is Jason's bringing in his nitro uh, buggy here. Uh, let me bring. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. And there it is. Oof, look at those tires. Yeah, I got the, the, uh, the the magmas on here. Wow. Look at those things. Damn, look at that. So this car is pretty much ready to go. We got the pipe and header out of it right now. I and Rondo like this. Hopefully she's still well yeah, Paul's got my he's blowing my cover here. It's two models old. But hey, that's okay. Uh I got a Adam Drake edition OS engine in here. You need the Rhonda Drake edition in there. I know. I could have the pink pink, uh, pink head on here. Did you ever get your opinion puller back, Jason? Rhonda wants to know. Uh, <laughs> I did not. Hey, let, me see, uh, let me see that car again. Bring that up to the screen here. Oh, let me take the body off. I, know, I, I, I wanted to see if there was any rip logos on that thing yet. Uh, and put them on there. Not so on this one yet. Oh, not yet. <clears throat> not yet, though. There will be. So what are we going to do with this car, Jason? Are we racing it here or what? Well, that's what I, you know. Corey was asking. I, I, I really wanted to run the, uh, the race at the end of the year that they have in South Carolina. I think that's the track I want to run at when I do run. Uh, Myrtle Beach. I'm drawing a blank on the name of the track. Paul will remind me. Unfortunately, my car is like one or two models old, but I should be able to update it. So which one is this? RC8B. I think this is a B3.1. So it's only one model old. So there's a B3.2. There's a B3.1. Okay. But it still looks badass. Ah, it does, yeah. Um, I mean, look at this engine. How can you not like this thing? But yeah, I'm thinking well, that the you can race, have a Ronda engine in there. That'd, that'd look badass too. Badlands, that's it. Alex said it. The Badlands, that's where I want to go and race. Badlands Supercross. 
Um, like if oh, I raced, oh. if I raced at Silver State, I would have zero fun. I like, I don't mind watching there, but that is just definitely not my style. But the Badlands, it could be. Or he says, "Got to get yourself a nitro." We're waiting on uh, X Ray to hook me up. See how I cut this body out? Look at I even got Jackie's the tape. To... I got the tape. I got the RM two tape in there. Uh, hold on, protecting everything. Look at them. inside my body. I got all that. I got the the RM two heat. Wow! Look at that. Got the tape in there, trying to so I don't get tore up in one race. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. I'll send this thing over to Rhonda and let her run it over there at uh, Thunder Alley. Break it in yeah. a little bit. Yeah, break it in. No, she. <clears throat> well, I know, but I'm just telling her. She's been hammering her. down lately. I, I know. <clears throat> she was another big winner there at Silver State, winning that intermediate Truggy class. She bumped up, bumped in, right? Yeah, she bumped up and then won. And and won. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, you guys think I'm out of it? Hey, look at this. Bumped in. Uh, Stole your thunder. And she did good in the 40 plus one. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think I'm being I real here. I want that engine. Well, I don't even race, but I'm saying like, well, for my x ray, when I get my x ray, Chicky's hooking me up with the x ray, right? Yeah, see, Rhonda's headed to Thunder Alley now. She could, uh, oh. I could send this over to her. Okay. They could, they could run it on the track, get it broken in, and then I'll be ready for the Badlands. What I really need to do if I was really serious and I didn't, uh, uh, I guess, do I have a real job? Is this a real job? Uh, uh, well, some would probably say no. Oh, come on. <laughs> I could just go, I just go live out RC there with cars. A, I just could go live with the Drakes uh, for like a month and just run nitro every day. And I could just be like a complete, like just an expert. Yeah. We'd be in, in the, you know, wrenching and tweaking like every day every night I would just, yeah i remember when i was at training i'd be burnt out in three days <laughs> toast <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, all right i gotta get back to the factory guys tap out i'm out i'd run two days I'm like all right time to rebuild oh no i oh no no yeah, yeah you guys uh rebuild that there <laughs> i don't rebuild them <laughs> Uh, yeah, forget where I was going with all that. Oh, the real job thing. It's a funny story. I remember working at Trinity, come home on a weekend, go to my grams or something like that. And she'd be like, oh, so you're still working in Jersey. Uh, when, when are you going to come home and, 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 and get a job? Cause when you tell her it was RC car, she just thought it was like toys. Yeah. It was funny. I was like, ah, oh, Graham, one day I'll get a job. <clears throat> you're like I, it's like i'm not just donating my time over here you're still going to jersey yeah just come home and get a job <laughs> you know what's funny is this morning i was actually listening to that george thoroughgood song which is get a haircut and get a real job right i know what you mean yeah <laughs> that's what your grandma was thinking yeah she was she was, she was like oh that toy car stuff huh <clears throat> actually probably be a good idea i need to send Rhonda these tires to thunder alley let me make myself a note she can go out there and she can she can run off a, a promo 
There you go. Put her to work. I'll get him myself a note here. Uh, Paul says has too many diffs. Uh, he's definitely not wrong. You know, when I built that B six point three for the, we had a J Concepts race at Setzers that I raced at uh, with Paul. Actually, I built that car and I got to one diff. I had to build that one diff, and I was just like. <sighs> All right, I'm going to bust this out. Just let those guys do it. You know what's funny is once you actually do it, it's not a big deal at all. Like it, it's, it's really just about managing One, time. Two. Yeah, it's, it's really about Robert Romano, the two-wheel king. Hey, at least I'll take that. Yeah, he's king of something. That's right. Um, yeah, it's really about getting yourself completely immersed into what you're doing. That's what a lot of this stuff is about. If you're, if you're thinking about that, you want to be doing something else and you have something else to do, it's, it's, it's probably not. Right. You have to be into it. It have to be like, I'm building this diff. This is what I'm doing. I'm not doing these other two or three things that, uh, that, you know, that could be just wasting time. Part of that five hours that, right. Uh, that part of that five hours, Will's talking about of wasting time, but you're actually being productive with your time. And it, it is about, it's about being productive. And I think when I was building that car, there was a sense of you were being productive while you were doing it. Something was happening. It wasn't just like, um, you know, wasting, you know, wasting time. Cause there's a lot of that. That's, you know, will brought it up. Yeah. That you're never getting back. Man. Imagine me though. I'm with the practice at thunder alley with the Drakes. Oh man. Forget Over. about it. <laughs> Forget about it. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Uh, Corey asked, when was the last time you ran nitro? Was it at PMB or was that, or was that the e-buggy? The last time I ran nitro was I ran, I believe it was the 2015 regionals. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. 2015 regionals. John Pyant was, John Pyant was pitting for me. Wow. And, well, I should have won. I was leading. I had over a lap lead, and somebody ran me out of gas. So I only, (laughs) and I was only like a, like a pit stop away. Like I was on the last pit stop. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like the beginning of the race. It was the end of the race. There was like, you know. So you miscalculated when they come in? I don't know what happened, but I I wasn't pitting it. So I don't want to blame John. I don't know that, but something happened and I ran out of fuel. Put it that way. Also, maybe one of the pit stops you didn't get enough in. Maybe the last stop. Yeah. So that should have been a win. But I ended up getting like second or third. Uh, That was the last time I ran Nitro. 
And that was the first generation of the RC8B. <clears throat> and I, I, I liked it. I, the car was amazing to drive. I just remember complaining that it's... Everything I ever do in, in Nitro is I always complain it's too fast or has too much power. That's what I always complain about. Because the trigger, when you're pulling, uh, it doesn't have that feel like an electric car. Okay. And so I always... That's more so than anything if I ran Nitro. I think that would be the... Uh, it, it would take me some time to get that feel. I've never spent back to back days, weeks, months running nitro. It's always just been like when Paul and I used to go to uh, Florida state series races, we would run it the once a month and lucky if the car got worked on or rebuilt, especially if I was doing it and we would just go run and, you know, never spent actual uh, dedication time to it. And we always did well. Paul and I, we would do well at those state series races and uh, went with John Faulkner a lot to races. And uh, over at Alex's track, we had the the eight scale spring nationals there. And I remember, I think I got second or third both years that I ran. And um, the second year, I felt really good about that, that race. I did really good that year. I should have won Truggy. I broke, uh, like I was leading in Truggy and broke something in the front end. The guy passed me with like a minute to go. It was a 45 minute Truggy main and I led like 44 minutes of it. But uh, I've had some nitro success. I don't need to, I don't need to brag, but I'm going to, but I'm going to. Uh, it is hard. It's the hardest one. Nitro looks so awesome, though. Maybe, yeah, Alex, the 2011 track. Um, I mean, the, the track straight up for Nitro. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I, I remember it raining. And my car was great after it rained. Like, I remember I ran 3Ds on my 8-scale buggy and in the main. Uh, I believe Taylor. Um, who was the guy that used to run Jammin' back in the day? Taylor James, Taylor James. Uh, and then um, he was running TLR at the time, not Taylor James, Taylor James might've been running Durango at the time, but. Uh, oh man, Durango. Yeah, there it is. And then we always had good races with. Uh, I'm just drawing a blank. Kendall, Kendall Welch. He was the guy that I think won both years that I ran there. I think he won the first year and the second year. This is before uh, Tyler Jones was probably five years old at this point. <laughs> Guys like that, Tyler Jones and Seth Van Dalen, they were probably like five years old. But yeah, Kendall, Kendall Welch. Those are the guys I was racing with. And uh, they were good. They were very good on that track. E-Buggy. Uh, I've done okay running E-Buggy. It's not my favorite. The cars seem to always work. I don't To me, they don't work that good. Uh, look at that. He TQ'd the first race. So, uh, so what was that? Was that 2010, Alex? Or two, I can't remember. TQ first race broke after the first pit stop. Lame. 
<laughs> Lame. <laughs> I'd be lucky to make it to the first pit stop. What was neat about that was... 2010. They were 45-minute mains. You know, today, like they just talked about, you guys ran a shorter main, ran a 25-minute main there at the warm-up. And, uh, you know, that's kind of a starter main, really, for these guys. 45 minutes is typically the kind of the standard for a big race, a main. Nationals is an hour? The buggy main, yeah. Buggy main is an hour? Yep. It could have been the end of my personal heyday, Alex, of Nitro. I remember, uh, I think I made the semifinals at the Roar Nationals with a Mugen. Uh, the year they debuted the Associated Car, it was at 07, I think. It was the first uh, eight-scale race we brought our tires to. I think it was 07, 06 or 07, <clears throat> somewhere around there. And I was running the Mugen and I made the semifinals and I didn't bump to the main, but I was pretty lucky to run as well as I did. Uh, ran Nitro Challenge one year, never even practiced. Uh, I remember Allison, I was running gas truck. I was just going to race gas truck because we debuted our tires that weekend in Nitro Challenge 2007. And I was like, signed up for gas truck. And at that point, gas truck was kind of going down in popularity. And I remember just texting or calling Allison. I was like, hey, uh, send me me my eight scale. I'll just sign up and run that. And they're like, okay. They put it in a box, shipped it over to us. And I raced. And I want to say that I was, uh, I think I was in the C main. But it was, what I remember is it was Mark Pavitas, Greg Degani, and me were one, two, and three in the C main at that particular nitro challenge. So, uh, real hard track, three triples in a row, but different day, different time, but was fun. I, we've run a bunch of eight scale. Um, John Bolton messaged me on Facebook. He says he wants to know if Jay Concepts is going to do any drag racing events. I guess he's saying, like, maybe have our own event. Yeah. Yep. That's right, Corey. <clears throat> yeah, Corey Jordan. Uh, Kendall Welsh is Rex Welsh's son from R&D. What we're doing, I think, in the drag racing at the moment is we're just sponsoring the events that are coming to us that we feel are are good events. And, you know, uh, we, we sponsor the race in Vegas, <clears throat> King of the Streets, and we're sponsoring the Super Chips this weekend. Uh, we got a list of other races we're sponsoring. I don't think we're going to run any ourselves because there's plenty of people doing that now. And when people are seeing this money being tossed around the 15,000, the 20, the 25,000 for the purse to win. Um, I don't know if we, I don't know if we should, if I want to be involved as the race organizer with that big of a purse up for grabs, I, I don't know. Um, 
I don't know if that's what I would like to do. I kind of feel like the guys that are doing it now, they're good at these cash events, cash races. If I would do something, I would probably do it with the, or J concepts would do something. It'd probably be with in Florida with the RCDRL guys at, at uh, Gainesville and uh, Don Garlet's place. And it probably wouldn't be a cash money race. It would just be a, um, you know, a trophy, a victory, a trophy race. That's to me would be, I'd feel a little more comfortable. The big cash race where you got to pay a hundred dollars to enter. And then the, the winner gets twenty twenty five thousand uh, wow. dollars There's a, there's a lot of anticipation and a lot of pump up for that, but I don't know if I want to be the one in position, um, I guess, responsible for that. And, I think people, uh, I, and I think that's going to run its course. I think I don't see these races going on forever. I think there's going to be sort of a, um, you know, a, a peak in a valley to these kind of races. But what I, I would like to be a part of is something where um, you just have a good race, good old fashioned trophy race, yeah, uh, and just not a lot. Alex says there's an opening for some lawsuit action. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I don't know what all's going on and all that, but um, to me, I, this has just been, this is very strange. We're in a different time period where they're racing for that kind of money in, in RC and first of all, I, I think we've talked about this before, but, you know, it's a different, it's a different, uh, it's a different game because essentially 90% of the entry money you're getting, it just goes to the winner. So it's, it's a little bit backwards of, I, I, it's not backwards of my thinking, but it's a little bit different because I like the idea of the way we run some of these other races where we can have multiple winners. People can have experienced some success when, Every single when ninety percent of the money goes to one person, I think there's going to be some burnout with that because people are going to realize over time that others uh, there's maybe five or six guys that have a, have a stranglehold on this. Yep. And 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 now it's drag racing, so there there's going to be a little bit of lee, leeway, like we talked about earlier. There's still a little opening, but um. If you were to hold a cash race, say the Silver State was a cash race, and it was only two classes, buggy and truggy, and you said, all right, you have to sign up as $100, um, and we're all going to race eight-scale buggy, people wouldn't do it because they're just going to like, oh, well, Mayfield's just going to win anyway because they know he's the fit. You know, th- that, that kind of guy, uh, whoever you want to say is the, the Mayfield of the moment. But... Um, I think that this is really cool because we're at sort of a point where things it's different. Uh, there's these large payouts, which is making it interesting. But I think at some point you have to race because it's not about the money. You have to race because you like it. It's not dangling this big carrot out there at the end and, and the winner gets 90% of it. And everyone else is just, you know, kind of there. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like uh, to see a little bit more where, um, 
you know, you, you know, the trophy style racing, the entry fee is a little bit lower and there may be a couple classes where everybody has a little bit of, uh, their racing amongst their peers. And to me, I think that it might level out to that at some point, but that's the comfort level that I have with it. Yeah. You get money involved. Look out. You know, and, and I was a little worried about that at the King of the Streets in Vegas, but the people that I talked to said that it actually went really well, which was nice. There wasn't, they said the people were very nice to each other. And they said, what is different about drag racing and the cars technically don't touch. So there's no like, Oh, you took me out or you right. took me out. You know, there's none of that because if you cross the center line and drag racing, you're DQ'd anyway. Okay. So, um, there, there's no takeouts. So I think driver to driver arguments are a little on the rare side, unless they got side bets going, which is common in drag racing. You go up to the line and you say, Hey, let's put 200 on this. Um, wow. Um, you know, so there's side bets. So guys come up to come to the line with cash in their hand. And so not only you're, you can, uh, that's what they're, you know, they do in Vegas is they, you know, they get to the starting line and not only are you, um, <clears throat> you know, you, you, you line up and not only are you trying to battle to get to that next round and that ultimate payday, but you're, you can have another bet going with somebody and, <clears throat> from what the people I talked to, they really thought the King of the Streets went well, which is good. I'm glad that it did. And I hope that this one goes well also, which I expected to. I think where you, you get into trouble is rules, technical inspection. That's where people are going to have a little bit. Uh, that's where there's going to be any controversy. Uh, so, you know, Alex mentioning here, that's what's nice about crawling. And he's right. Um it's probably for the more, uh, the little more laid back. It's not so on edge. Uh, the guys still like the vehicles. They're willing to spend the money to upgrade them, work on them, but it's not that, um, you know, you got money in your pocket, um, side by side racing kind of thing. Yeah. This is a uh, Corey says, so is drag racing today's short course craze. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Because all of a sudden I'm hearing all about drag racing. Yeah. And like what I like to say is I say, try to say this every show, you know, we've been, we started in drag racing about four, four and a half years ago. And, um, you know, is when we started and uh, with this street eliminator car, we call it which is a, and, but they're based off of short courses. That's what's funny about him saying that is all these cars are based off of short course vehicles. <clears throat> and that's where the popularities come from. It's drag racing has been around forever. I got some pictures from a friend of mine that are from the eighties of drag racing. Yeah. And I mean, RC drag racing has been around forever. I mean, that's where Tim Smith is from. You know, he was drag racing in the eighties, the nineties. And this, mm -hmm. um, and this thing finally, came around to where it's the burning segment at the moment. It's the one that people are getting into and they're hot and heavy over. And so it's definitely the short course craze. 
I think and it what makes it even more ironic is it's a short course truck that's doing it. So <laughs> wow. Isn't it Traxxas, you know, now it's about ready to hit hyperdrive because first associated was the first one out. They had the first vehicle you could buy that was an RTR drag car. <clears throat> then Losi got in the game. They're about a year and a half out. You know, they're about a year and a half after Associated, something like that. Uh, they got their car out now, the 22S. Uh, so they're in the market now. And But now Traxxas has finally released all their information on their drag car. So this is where it's about to hit hyperdrive with the Traxxas car getting out there. And Alex is just going to be burning through those things. Jeez. Uh, left and right. Uh, selling them there at, at the Plex. But, and it's funny because they kind of they kind of tricked everybody a little bit. Huh? Uh, Traxxas was kind of the master at, you know, their all their marketing is that, you know, they designed this car that's going to be going to dominate the scene. And it's just like nothing you've ever seen before. And really... It's the same. It's it's a vehicle using all the parts they already make. They updated the transmission, added a wheelie bar, and have a cool body, wheels, and tires. And there's their drag car. Wow! But um, so it's really uh, there's a lot of people out there that's kind of mad at them and kind of bitching them out online because it's you know it's a very beginner esque right vehicle, but that doesn't mean it's not going to sell. Alex is going to sell a ton of them. Everyone else is going to sell a ton of them. It'll be the most popular one. But the way they marketed it before they showed it, it was like they were going to, you know. Yeah, something. Uh, it's something like, like that. never seen before. Exactly. And I mean, I there's actually people saying some nothing like you've seen before. And it's like, well, if you actually put the street eliminator that we built four years ago, in the picture with the Traxxas car. Okay. They look like the same car. Oh, wow. So there's a few people out there giving us credit for it online, which is nice. Then you got those people that are like, Oh, well, um, uh, we were messing with slash drag cars way before Jake Hansen's built that car. It's like, <laughs> whatever you started it then. That's where you got the idea from. Yeah, so it, you started it then. I mean, we didn't start it, but we certainly, we certainly got that little that little ball rolling. Right. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that was going on out there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, but yeah, Alex probably he's probably got three hundred of those things on order. We'll have to ask him when he's got on order, but he's probably got about three hundred on order. The low C, the low C's out. Um, 22S. Associated has been doing really well with theirs, the DR10. Um, something tells me, I don't know anything, mm. but there's probably some surprises coming down the road for that as well. Okay. The drag racing scene. I was into uh, those YouTube videos too. There's like a whole group down there in Georgia that's doing that. Yeah, showing up in a parking lot. Just from, uh, Alex says, uh, wife was yelling at me. What did I mean? Oh, his wife was yelling at him. All right, well. Makes sense. 
Uh, uh, I was asking how many of the new Traxxas drag cars you have on order. We were actually kind of breaking it down, Alex, that the the Traxxas car, they kind of had the hype going, but it, not necessarily anything all that revolutionary, but it's still going to sell well. And while I was saying that you're probably going to sell a boatload of them uh, at the Plex, we were wondering. I, I said, I bet you Alex has 300 on order. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What else you got in your notes there? Anything? <laughs> Alex will uh, get back to us on that number. <laughs> Robert uh, Romano. Everyone's mad at the price. Well, because they're oh, like, look. oh, they're like, oh, five or six hundred dollars for just a slash the car I could have already built myself. Oh, wow. <clears throat> okay. And not to get too deep into this but but we're uh, gonna get deep <laughs> <laughs> yeah not to get not to get too deep but what we have going on here is uh traxxas is no longer distributed by horizon horizon's yeah. the, the the huge um yeah they're the they're it so, uh, so Traxxas is essentially going dealer direct with everybody now. You don't go through Horizon. And so now it's a little bit of a battle between Traxxas and the Horizon brand. Oh, wow. Horizon and war the, going on. <clears throat> the definite war going on. So you got Horizon and their brands versus Traxxas. And then yeah. you have sort of the other companies that aren't owned by Horizon sort of on their own. Uh, in their own world uh, but uh so that that's a big that's a big thing right now and you know i'm sure i'm sure it's a little dirty on the the retail end of it where i'm sure if you're dealing with either horizon or traxxas mm-hmm. one probably tries to get you to you know have their product over another and it's probably a little dirty out there but um We'll see. It looks like Alex says that uh, Trax is going to take a take a while to fill fill their orders. Alex is saying that would take Traxxas a couple years to fill. So yeah, like they're experiencing, minutes. yeah, experiencing some delays. I guess is what he's saying. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that was going on. Okay. You know, for as much as people complain, they'll probably still buy it. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure we'll have two of them here. Yeah. Not that I mean, I'm not necessarily the normal individual user, but I'm sure we'll have two of them. Uh-oh. What's up? Jason Santos, he's going to get you a car ready. All right, Gotti, are you ready to do some racing? Uh, vintage. I, I, Jason was talking to me about uh, doing some vintage racing down at uh, pit uh, pit stop hobbies, Mount Joy, PA. Right, Jason? Yeah, I want to go there. The other Jason I was talking to. Oh, well, I, I still <laughs> I still want to go there. And I saw the uh, vintage nationals are back this year too in September, up at uh, RC uh, Madness. 
Is that open RC Madness? The Dungeon. No, RC Excitement. R- RC Excitement. That's it. I knew I was wrong. Thank God I you're knew. here, Jason. I knew I was wrong. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't sound right when I said it, but uh, I had mixed them up on video. I mixed them up on video well, last time we were at RC Madness. Okay. And, uh, Chris Marcy was laughing at me. He's like, you said RC Excitement when we were live. I'm like, well, sorry, we've been there a bunch too. I've just got confused. <laughs> oh, RC well. Excitement, RC Madness. Jason Santos has a car for me. He's got one ready for me, Jason. We talked in chat about this, and he said, I'll have everything ready for you. All you got to do is show up. And that. How could that put, offer be any better? I know. But as you know, Jason, Jason Rona, showing up is the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> you know but, what? I'm lately, though, man. I went to I went to the warm up race all on my own. You know what? I'm yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to be as a condescending or um. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not good with those words. But um, condescending. But I was proud of you. <laughs> thanks, buddy. I mean, I got up at six thirty on a Sunday Ooh. morning. Six thirty on a Sunday morning. Drove down there by myself. And just showed up. I met up with Jubert. Uh, then I saw Jason Treffler, my buddy. Hung out with those guys. And then talked to Dakota. Talked to uh, a couple other guys there. People coming up to me saying hi. Alex Sturgeon saying here that I should send him to the Vintage Nats. S- send me to the Vintage Nats? No, Alex wants me oh, to send Oh, send Alex to the Vintage Nats? Yeah. That's no fun. You what is he going to run, though? Is he going to run a vintage Losi or an Associated? I guarantee mm-hmm. you he'll be running a vintage Losi. I was going to say, you better bring your own car, Alex. Otherwise, I'll have a little <laughs> turnbuckles on it for you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I uh, do have I do have a double X that Alex. Uh, oh, man. Double XCR? Alex could really. I'm sure he could benefit if I gave him a double X. Could be for sale, Alex. Double X could be for sale. I noticed the car on your shelf looked good. Corey says I should get a nitro. I agree, Corey. <laughs> I agree. I just got to wait for somebody to give it to me. Chick, you said he's going to hook me up with X-Ray. Is he? Well, I'm sure he will, right? Why yeah. wouldn't he? I mean, it makes total sense. Total sense. I'm, I'm a Helix Ray supporter. Uh, I, I talk about these guys all the time, and I'm giving them free advertisement on a show for the past how many years now? Oh, tons. Yeah, I, I see it being a. Yeah, I see it being a big benefit to them. Yeah. Okay. Get that that kit box in your studio back there. Yeah, we could we could put X Ray stuff behind me. I don't ask for any money or nothing. Just uh, just free kits. Yeah, just throw a free kit kit my way. It's like in, in that. It's like in the movie Fletch. He said, uh, "It's like they don't give you a piece of the action." Nah, man, just free junk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Just, here's the thing, though, Corey. I, I would just shelf it, really, to be honest with you. I'd like to go to a race and have somebody like uh, Jason's going to hook me up with a vintage car. That's how I would show up. Just a rent a ride. Just show up, run it. 
Um, but man, I would love to try nitro once. I would even, I would just love to go out there in the main and have at least, um, you know, do the pit stops too. Like pull into the pit. I would love that shit. Have the headset on, talking to my pit guy. Hey man, I'm coming in. I love it. That's why I like going and watching the mains. You can have a headset on. Kirby could be pitting for you. Oof. Kirby hates the headsets. But the headsets he, make total sense. I don't know why he's against it because I when know. I'm watching some of these guys that don't have headsets and they're yelling up to their to the driver, I'm like, dude, you need to get a headset. I know, that's I know Mayfield. Mayfield. Well, that's Mayfield. Mayfield don't need Yeah, that's Mayfield's Mayfield. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. But like um and he's not really yelling down at the guy much, right? I mean, he's just – you guys already much. know when he's coming in. Not as much. <laughs> no, everything's all perfectly timed with a pro. But I'm saying, like, wow. if you got me out there, you know, the headset – you need the headset on, and it just makes total sense. You don't have to yell down. You can uh, – now, you can talk to your driver as uh, – during the race. There's no rules like the NFL where the headset gets cut off after a certain amount of time and you can't speak to the driver, right? So no, if you're pitting for me, you could sit there and talk to me and be like, all right, take it easy on this uh, jump. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, what I would be doing is like, hey, God, I'm checking here. I just got a Twitter came in. Looks like the Patriots just signed a new guy. And you'd <laughs> be up there. I know. that's. <laughs> you'd be up there like, oh, man, what, you, what was it? I'm serious. I, it would be total distract. It, I'd be just bullshitting with you about anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Chili Duncan's got a comment here for you. All right. What's Chili say? Uh, Chili says, Gotti running x ray while rocking his suit and tie. That I want to see. Man, I am not a suit and tie guy, but if if I had to do it for x ray, I would. I definitely (laughs) would. Oh, uh, Robert says, uh, listen to music like Rhonda does. So Rhonda listens to music as she drives? Honestly, I I think that's right. Wow. Yeah. That might help. I I tell you, I what really happens to me is I just lose. I, I think about other things as I'm going around the track, and it could just be something stupid, mm-hmm. and I get distracted. That's where these pros come in, and they're just locked on what they're doing. I mean, when you're watching them on the driver's standard, that's it. That's what they're doing. They're locked. I can't mm-hmm. say locked, Jason. I started locked thinking in. about. I started thinking about you know fantasy football. <laughs> uh whatever you know all the moves i'm gonna have to make during the week that's what i would be thinking about if i was racing fancy football or did i leave the stove on at the house when i left i don't know how you guys do it you can't tell me not one person out there can tell me that they don't think about something else as they're driving around the track Corey says he has me an engine too see that i was hoping Rhonda would hook me up with her engine because i like that engine i like pink so uh well you already got an x-ray car well, you know Rhonda's going to get the engine for you. Yeah. Um, see, all this stuff should have been done, done before the Nats because I would have entered the Nats and see where I and and I guarantee I wouldn't finish last. I'd finish in front of Jubert. I tell you that much. Uh oh. I'm laying that go. down, Jubert. Here we go. But I would Here. not be last. I would not be last. I'd be. I'd be all right. Uh. All right. Well, that's it. I think uh, we're just. Uh, that was 225. Yeah. Good show. Love how we get everybody in here involved. Corey Johnson, right. he's got one more comment. Uh Corey, Corey Jordan. 
Corey Jordan. This one? Gotti would be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking the what's the guy, the wrestling commentator? Oh the Jared King. King Lawler, yeah. What? What? <laughs> I would love to uh yeah, I would love to race Nitro. So I watch you guys though on YouTube. I watch your videos, Corey. Um there's a lot of good guys up there that put uh, uh actually I met uh, See, uh, at LCRC, there's a uh, there's a guy there going around with a nice camera he had too for it. I think it's a uh, dial. I think on YouTube it's dialed RC. He was interviewing Dakota. It was a JVC camera? Yeah, I think it was the Back to the Future one. But um, yeah, I love watching those uh, East Coast videos. Anyway, that's why I went this weekend. So you got to be proud of me. Went to the warm up race, checked it out. Love the mains. Love the pit stops. I'm right there in the pits. That's where I go, right there. Anybody need any help? <laughs> that last race I was at was at the Mugen Challenge when Drake was there, and I was just standing there, and Drake's like, hey, can you run to my pits and grab my uh, – uh, for, I forget what the hell I am. I grab his gun or something like that or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. Like, what if I get, I'm going to be rooting through this bag? It was in his bag, and I'm like, I'm running to the pits and thank God Rhonda was there. I was like, Hey, Drake needs this. And she just grabbed it then. Otherwise I would have been like, wait, wait, which, what, what, what? <laughs> I didn't want to screw up. I wanted to make <laughs> proud. What was it that you had to get the uh, glow igniter? Was, no. Yeah. That's what it was. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I just remember. I didn't want to let Drake down. <laughs> I was like, Holy shit. Drake's asking me to go get something out of his pit bag. This could turn it as I'm running to the pit bag. I'm thinking this could be total disaster <clears throat> but because it was, it was before a race. I think you did it. I think you got it right. Well, thank God Rhonda saved me because she was just sitting there. Uh, okay. and when I told her she just went, went in there and grabbed it. I don't think I've ever found it. And that would have been total embarrassing. Then I would never be able to show up to a race again. I'd be like, where the hell's Gotti at? He's <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to promote? <laughs> Jay Concepts got a new item shipping this week. We got all. I always have all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but anything brand brand new. I got these uh, Spencer Rifkin tires. I never gave away yet. Autograph tires. We need to do that. Yeah. I'm waiting for StreamYard. They're putting up a um, giveaway thing where okay. the people that comment in here um, are they're entered into this uh, program that they're going to have, and it just goes and picks a winner out of the oh, that's that, perfect. that we're, that we're um, interacting with the show. So I'm waiting for that to happen. That's That'd be pretty cool. I was telling people earlier when you're away that I, I just ended Patreon. I appreciate everybody that supported the show through Patreon, but... I, I just felt like, you know, it wasn't consistent enough and felt kind of bad doing that. Told uh, warrant. Uh, yeah, so we'll just give stuff away for free when we do. Yeah. Um, that's it. Looks like the questions have dropped off, and uh, that was episode 225. Everybody's going to – it's a Memorial Day weekend. Remember, we got the guys at the Super Chips race. Right. This weekend in Tulsa, we got Fred out there with the new Firebird body. 
Get yourself snap one up. Yeah. All you can from Fred, the new Firebird, and then uh, we got Rich and Dustin Spallone uh, under the J Concepts tent. We also got many other drivers out there racing at Diggers Dungeon this weekend in uh, Poplar Branch, North Carolina. So, uh, so yeah, going good, and got those two big events, and then we're gearing up, uh, gearing up for nationals. I might do one more Trigger King race before the Roar Nats. Um, I feel I definitely, I'd like to get back out and race a few, little more monster trucks again. And uh, mm. a, a Trigger King, I might do that before the Nats. Oh yeah, we need um, D- that's uh, Doug uh, Welker. Welker. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what. That's another guy that can hook me up with a hook me up with something. <laughs> Doug, a lot of guys that could hook you up, right? Yeah, Get all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Then we so, can put Kelvin back here, and then we put him on display. So. Anyway. Yeah, we got a lot a lot on the plate <clears throat> event-wise, but I think Paul's going to go run the Carpet carpet Wars this weekend at Beach, Ars, uh, Beach Line oh, okay. over there in uh, Coco. So he's going to run the, the new our new tires out there this weekend. We released them about a month ago, but um, I think it's going to be his first time getting out there with them since we tested. So, yeah. Uh, Built his brand new B6.3, got mm-hmm. the new J Concepts tires on it. It's got to be good. Of course. Can go dominate. So that'll be my, probably, first. yeah. So it'd be nice to get out there. I, I'd like to do a little more off road racing uh, coming up before. Maybe I'll go out with Paul sometime before I hit the Trigger King and then we'll do the Roar Nats where it's mostly just a, we're all support there. So, yeah. They're, they're taking the e-buggy Roar Nationals is going to be in Florida this year. So that actually was. Oh, yeah. Where's that? It's going to be at uh, Lee's Track, SS Raceway and Hobbies. Okay. Yep. Not good. So that's going to be the e- e-buggy Nationals are going to be in July out there. So <clears throat> a lot of stuff going on. Hmm. Entry is oh. just opened at Hobby Action for our summer indoor nats out there so if you want to go to arizona run a hobby action got our race out there lots of stuff going on yeah. never never ending never ending okay 225 wrapping it up here. you gotta go get something to eat it's getting late here yeah hope everybody has a good memorial weekend racing kick some ass Promote J Concepts out there. And keep us in mind. Watch on Facebook. We'll have photos and video coming from both of those events this weekend. And uh, appreciate everybody for the support and watching. And we'll catch you on the next one. It's dinner time.